from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, June 16th, 2020. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Ohio's Unemployment Compensation Fund ran out of money today, forcing the state to borrow from the federal government to continue paying benefits to jobless workers. The Columbus Dispatch reports the loan ensures those receiving a weekly check and those who apply for assistance in the future will receive benefits without interruption. In anticipation of the need for federal assistance, Ohio recently requested $3.1 billion in borrowing authority from the U.S. Department of Labor. Congress waived interest on the borrowed money through December 30. First, After that, Ohio will face an interest rate of 2.4%. A professor at the University of Toledo is reacting to yesterday's U.S. Supreme Court ruling that outlaws discrimination of people of the LGBTQ community in the workplace. Emma Henderson reports. As an attorney and member of the local LGBTQ Bar Council, Rob Salem is no stranger to the issue of discrimination in the workplace. It's extremely common to receive calls from people either fired or not hired, not promoted, or treated unfairly because of their gender identity or sexual orientation. These protections have been in place in Toledo since 1998 with an expansion of the non-discrimination policy in 2018. But if people lived in Toledo and worked in a city that didn't have the same policies in place, it didn't matter. Now those workplace protections are nationwide. Emma Henderson in Toledo. Some lawmakers in Ohio believe that the historic decision by the U.S. Supreme Court yesterday may have meaningful impacts right here in the Buckeye State. State Senator Nikki Antonio is the sponsor of the Fairness Act in Ohio. It would outlaw discrimination based on sexuality and gender identity in not just employment, but also housing and public accommodations, too. The Ohio Fairness Act has had hearings in the House and Senate, but has failed many times over the years. Now, Senator Antonio hopes this ruling gives it a chance to pass. Not everyone agrees with yesterday's Supreme Court decision that makes it illegal to fire LGBTQ workers based on their sexual preference or gender identity. Yolanda Harris has more. The Ohio-based Citizens for Community Values said, quote, today's decision by the court will create more litigation, not less, and put businesses in the untenable position of defending themselves in court against frivolous and baseless lawsuits because of a vague and chaotic court opinion. Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost has joined a brief that also does not support this ruling. I'm Yolanda Harris. Many thousands of Ohioans are behind on rent and utility bills thanks to the coronavirus pandemic. Kevin Landers reports. Grant Bowman is an attorney for the Ohio Poverty Law Center. The scale of the of the unemployment problem combined with people that spend more than 30 percent of their income on housing is just a recipe for disaster. It's not just housing. Columbia Gas says in February it had about 74,000 residential customers who were 60 days behind making payments. As of May, it jumped to 134,000 customers. The company said, quote, Columbia will not disconnect any services until at least July 29 and urge people to call them to make payments plans. I'm Kevin Landers. Researchers in England say they have the first evidence that a drug can improve COVID-19 survival rates. ONN's Dave James reports. 
It's a cheap, widely available steroid called dexamethasone. Researchers say it reduced deaths by up to one-third in severely ill patients. Results were announced today from a large, strict study that randomly assigned over 2,000 patients to get the drug and compared them with more than 4,000 getting only usual care. After 28 days, it had reduced deaths by 35% in patients who needed treatment with breathing machines and by 20% in those only needing supplemental oxygen. It did not appear to help less ill patients. Dave James, I went in news. Kids are spending more time online, especially with the pandemic cutting down on activities away from home. But as Scott Light reports, that extra screen time could be putting some kids at risk. The National Center for Missing and Exploited Children says in May it saw a 126 percent increase in reports of suspected child exploitation cases compared to 2019. They also say predators are out there communicating more as well. So here's what the center recommends. Set up your kids' screens where you can see them. Set up a digital curfew to limit their screen time. And play the games that your kids are playing. That way you can hopefully understand the technology as well as they do. I'm Scott Light. And as student-athletes at Ohio State prepare to return to campus in the face of the pandemic, they're being asked to take steps in helping to fight against the spread of COVID-19. Pete Scalia reports. Ohio State student-athletes are being asked to sign an acknowledgement and pledge that they'll help prevent the spread of coronavirus. Athletes agreed to be tested for COVID-19 and to self-quarantine if they come into contact with anyone who's tested positive for the virus. They're also being asked to report any potential exposure to the athletic staff and to monitor for all symptoms related to the virus, including body aches, chills, sore throat, high fever, and shortness of breath. Pete Scalia, ONN News. Special thanks to our affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett for the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network. 